This is the Voice Podcast Network. Welcome to Post Pitch, a bi-weekly podcast that dives a little deeper into an article published in this week's print issue of the Georgetown Voice. Today, I'm interviewing our writer, Alison Karkey, to learn more about her voice's piece on language lessons with her grandmother. Please enjoy. Welcome, Alison. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, it's a pleasure. So would you begin by introducing yourself and your article to our listeners? Yeah, um, my name is Allison. I am technically a second semester sophomore in the college, uh, majoring in Justice and Peace Studies. Um, And this piece is about my grandmother um, and specifically about the lessons that she taught me before she passed away and how they will continue on after she's gone. Um, and she is a Nepali woman, um, and most of my family is was is born and raised in Nepal, including my parents, um, but I was born in the U.S. And so this is sort of a, a testament to how much my Nepali heritage has come and how much my Nepali pride has, has come from my grandmother um, through the language and um, the, the lessons that she taught me through through the Nepali language. That's beyond beautiful. I was, I love this article so much. I mean, we were talking about this earlier, but I mean, I, similar experience of being the first born and raised here. So I'm just like thrilled to have someone expressing this so as beautifully as you are in this article. So um, would you tell us about like your, your process writing this article, how you got the idea, maybe even how it shifted as you like developed it and, and all of that? Yeah. um, First of all, thank you so much. (laughs) Um, I, I think I, it, it was not something that I wrote all in, in one go. It was definitely something that ebbed and flowed. Mm-hmm. And it took um, a long time, honestly, like a couple months um, of me just sort of like writing phrases and like paragraphs um, that I feel like didn't really flow well together. It was just sort of like a random thought that I would have yeah. um, that I would like put in my notes app <laughs> and it would be like one sentence or like one paragraph and, about my grandmother. And I was like, oh, like I guess that this sounds uh, sounds okay. And eventually I like kind of like combined um, all of those different paragraphs and I wanted to see what sort of like common denominator they had. Um, and most of it revolved around like the just everything that she taught me and how resilient she was um, and also how much she valued her family and her community um, and her Nepali heritage as as well um, and just how devoted she was to her Nepali heritage and so I wanted to to sort of encapsulate that and I didn't know how best to do it Um, and so a couple weeks ago I was like talking with my sister about my my thoughts on this piece and I I sort of you know we both sort of like talked about how important like the Nepali language was to us um and how the language sort of shaped our pride in our culture and how even though like both of us are not fluent um the fact that my parents and and mainly like my grandmother helped teach us um, the Nepali alphabet and ha- helped teach us to speak Nepali. It just meant so much to us to to be able to like showcase that. Um, and so I wanted to like show that through my writing. Um, but yeah, it, it it took a while. Um, my my grandmother actually passed away a couple weeks before the start of this fall semester, and so 
when I was like in the hospital with her, like just in like in August, um, I sort of started writing some some things, um, but it didn't really come together until like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, you were mentioning earlier before we started recording, like how um, grief and and emotions and the pride of our culture and heritage is really tied in with language. And I think yeah. this was such a great like foundation to discuss all of that because language yeah. really is how we it's like the language is what carries all of that I think yeah. is what I was trying to say this article is like I said earlier it's beyond beautiful and I think it was really touching to me because of the how I feel with the experience um but yeah I wanted to ask if I was so moved reading it as an outsider I mean how how did your family react to it how did you present it to them and and what was their yeah. response yeah I I mean I think also just you know, beyond my family, I think it is something that a lot of, um, a lot of people at Georgetown and also just like in general, a lot of third culture Americans can relate to, um, feeling like, you know, you don't really have like one confined like home that like the U.S. might not be considered your home, but also your, your motherland might not be considered your home. So it's like, I feel like, I I like the term like hyphenated American and like how it, it just sort of, it feels like a bridge. And I remember like, uh, actually like just talking about it, um, with other people at like at voices and it was something that they could resonate with as well. And I was, and I didn't really process that until after I had started writing that it is like such a common experience I think um and in terms of my family I um I I think that you know when I after I had written like the first draft of it I really wanted to show my mom um and I knew that it, it would sort of be influential to her or or impact her in some way because my mom and I we I've always been very close, and I think through that language has also sort of um, been a factor of of our closeness as well, um, because she has always like spoken Nepali to me, um, and she, along with my grandmother, have have really like ingrained a sort of like a uh, sense of Nepali pride like through our language, and she's always uh, told me like Allison, I want you to like continue speaking Nepali to me um, and also to your kids so that they yeah. can learn as well. Yeah. Um, and also through that, she has um, sometimes like relied on me to write in English for her, um, whether it be like, you know, Facebook posts or just like <laughs> emails in general. Um, and I remember like after my grandmother died, she wanted me to like write something on her Facebook to like honor my grandmother. Um, and and I think that by by writing this, um, you know, and having it dedicated to my grandmother, but also, you know, dedicated to her as well, I I think it was like definitely super meaningful for her. Um, and so I showed it to her, and um, and and I also showed it to like my my aunts as well, and like her her sisters. And I wanted to give them some space, like before um, before like reading it and and like asking them about their thoughts but um yeah they came to me the next day and and they said that it was just really touching and that they're so glad that I decided to like write about my grandmother and that 
you know, that more people can learn about what an amazing woman that she was. Um, and and I remember, like, my, my mom telling me that she's so glad that, like, her mom had such amazing grandchildren that really mm. loved her. Sweet. And and I think that that was, that just really touched me um, because I, I, I was obviously, like, very close with her. And I feel like my grandmother was so devoted to her family and just the love that she had for her her kids and her grandkids it was so prominent like in every room that she entered she was always like looking out for all of us and so to know that that um i i'm doing the same for her in 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 another way in another capacity is just really humbling it's beautiful i mean you're honoring her in a beautiful way and then you're also articulating things for your family, that's that is difficult to do for anyone. Um, it's a, it's beyond beautiful. Um, is there anything that you? I mean, because obviously, like it's such a a broad idea, and it's you I mean so important it can be spoken about for yeah. forever. But um, obviously, we have a word count here. So, is there anything that you weren't able to fit into the article, or something that was kind of lost in editing, or like through mm-hmm. the process that you want to speak about now? Yeah. Um, Definitely. I I think there was like just so much that I wanted to say, but I didn't really know how to like phrase it or how to like make it flow with everything else. And again, like I sort of had like bits and pieces of um, what I wanted to say, like since since August, basically. And the way that I sort of wanted to start writing about my grandmother, um, it, it started out as just wanting to make a piece about how love and humor can be intertwined with grief and so I shared like in my first draft I like had a few experiences of like how we spent time together like my grandmother and I and also how the love that she just had and the care that she had for others was present um, in strangers as well and I had like this one example of um during her last hospital stay how she like gave money to nurses (laughs) like such a grandmother thing to do I feel like and she told even though she couldn't communicate um with them directly like she kind of gestured for like all the nurses to like sit down and like especially this one nurse was like pregnant and so she she told like the nurse or she told my mom to tell the nurse to like sit down because she wanted the nurse to like get rest and like and it was just like this this moment where I could just I could feel the love that she had and in the care like genuine care that she had for other people um and the nurses like after she died like came up to my family and was like I felt like that I I you know, I could sense that they also had, like, this sort of admiration for her, and yeah. it's sort of loosely tied in to, to language and how, despite them not being able to communicate through, like, verbally, that my grandmother's love was still so present in, yeah. in, in them and that they could so clearly see it. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, it, I, I, I guess, like, even though I, it couldn't fit in, I, I still like wanted to, to, um, to make that known. Um, and it's something that I wish, I wish could have been in there, but I also know obviously like <laughs> workout yeah. reasons it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just those examples, like I really wanted that to be known and like the yeah. little things as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like love 
and and the idea of language transcends actual words and and she definitely proved that um that's beautiful so Alison thank you so much for joining us on Post Pitch to our listeners I cannot recommend this article enough make sure to check out um, Alison's article in this week's issue of The Voice and also the rest of our podcasts on georgetownvoice.com or wherever you listen to podcasts thank you thank you